Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 139 for the 14th of June, 2010. How are you doing, James? I'm just fine, Ian. And yourself? And uh, I'm good, and here we are back on the couch yep. where we talk about what's happening in the world of broadcast and entertainment technology. Um, we try and subdivide it, don't we, into yeah. various sections, and we've got business, um, kind of technology stuff, content delivery. Bit of uh, mobile action and uh, some gaming events and uh, anything else that we think is uh, noteworthy, noteworthy or newsable. Technology. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, even stuff we make up as we go along. We do have uh, notes available and you can click through to the uh, onthecouchpodcast.com website and you can download the show notes. Stack some notes uh, and links and all sorts of stuff. So if you want to see what we're actually talking about, you can go and mm-hmm. see all the stories in the in the real world over there. And you there. can follow us on Twitter and I should have probably tweeted it now recording. Count <laughs> on three nine, but, uh, Indeed. I'll, uh, maybe I shall do that some other time. Anyway, so without further ado, What's so uh, in the business news section, Apple have released their results and, and I, I heard that they had surpassed Microsoft as uh, in terms of market capitalization. But according to the story that uh, you've got here, James, they're the second, second biggest company in the US. Is that true? Apparently. That's, I mean, it it's must massive. Be true, you know? <laughs> but it's only statistics and I guess that's a, you know, whether that's an anomaly. I certainly know... Um, looking at the share prices recently, because I am an Apple shareholder, I must point out at this stage. Mm-hmm. Not a large shareholding, am I also <laughs> about it? Um, but the share prices has tanked a little bit since the iPad uh, kind of sexing up session went on. And mm-hmm. there's still quite a lot of um, you know, the Adobe versus Apple spat and all this kind yeah. of stuff still going on. So, yeah, at one point, this was the newsworthy part, that uh, the market cap of Apple did eclipse Microsoft and allegedly is uh, number two behind Exxon, quite a distant number two. <laughs> that's uh, right. I mean, it is the biggest company in the world, but that's that's quite amazing. Uh, still not the same sort of profit as Microsoft, uh, but certainly investors seem to be pricing in the fact that uh, they think Apple's going to be doing pretty well for itself for the next little while. Yeah, until they become sort of evil, I suppose, that's mm. the, um, which I guess is the Google kind of effect as well happening at the moment. But yeah, no, good for them. Lots of cool products coming out. I guess the iPhone 4 coming out in a few weeks' time. Indeed. Um, and, yeah, I mean, good on them. That's what I say. Absolutely. Big up my share price. Right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but that's that's nothing compared to technology. Exactly. And so, uh, I, I think you've got a great story here, James, on... Because we, we often talk about display technology and uh, technology where you, the users, uh, people are interacting with uh, technology. Yeah, and the biggest innovation there, I guess, was the touchscreen, or is the touchscreen, mm-hmm. depending on how you look at it. Um, I guess, and more important, I suppose, the capacitive multi-touch touchscreen, um, which is all well and good, but you still need to have quite a hefty piece of kit to you have do. a big screen. So yeah. um, those clever folks at Sony have been demonstrating a super-thin, flexible display, which can be rolled up. It's just like a pencil. It's like a rounder pencil. Yes. Um <laughs> I mean, and the pictures are quite amazing. You can see it being literally wrapped around a pencil and... and playing by video at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's playing video. It's curved. The, the actual picture is obviously curved around the thing that's being wrapped around. It's just mm. amazing. Mind you, the picture doesn't look particularly fantastic quality. No. It's, it's, it's got lots like, of lines and stuff yeah. on it, but... Um, still, if, if you were being wrapped around a pencil... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see a video of this, I must admit, but uh, if they released a video, of course... No, it's just photos, but it's 
It's got a resolution of 432 by 240 pixels, which is not too shabby. Hmm. And, uh, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, would you, would you kind of unroll a I think that's, you've you got a whole, you've got to redesign the whole kind of usability and, and mm. how do you, I mean, you can imagine, oh no, I've torn my phone. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> that's going to be a, a new thing. It's like, oh, I didn't drop it, I tore it. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got it caught in the door or something. I mean, <laughs> but then once you've kind of unwrapped, unrolled the display from your phone, what, I mean, it's going to kind of go flapping around in space at that point, isn't it? Or, well, unless you have kind of like a pop-up thing where it's like one of those old projector stands oh, where yeah. you could like okay. pull it up, press up to pull right. up and press up to pull down. Well, imagine an iPad where you could pull out this from the side, you know, extend the display. That yeah. would be cool. Or more of that later on. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I think that's quite funky. And it does make the mind sort of think a little bit more about how flexible to say is might change things. Indeed. Mm. I mean, once you can start wrapping a display around things, then you can... You can imagine the things. Or unfurling them, I suppose, isn't it? You unfurl yeah. your display. Or um, holding objects you can that are someone going with like an umbrella type object. And go, oh, what's he doing? And then he's putting up a, <laughs> a 10 foot to front foldable display. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and uh, speaking of user interfaces, Hillcrest mm. uh, Labs, I've often seen really good demos from them of their, uh, their loop pointer, which is really. A bit of a kind of... It's Wii. like the donut kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A, a donut version of the Wii remote kind of thing. I think it used um, gyroscopes as opposed to uh, accelerometers, but now the, the Wii mode has attachments for gyroscopes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what, they've got some news here. What are they, what are they demonstrating? Well, this um, seems like a web browser for TV, and I guess this mm-hmm. is a browser... I haven't heard of Kylo. Have you heard about that? No. It's like a, it looks like a browser optimized for the sort of the big screen experiences like ABC, right. Hulu, okay. and um, I guess like BBC iPlayer here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess there's it's a Windows Media Center plugin, right? Which basically spoofs the it says user agent string setting. So basically, it says I'm not a PC. I'm a home theater PC, and right. displays a different version of the website. Ah, which is then okay. optimized specifically for navigation with a, a remote control, but I guess they've mm-hmm. adapted that, so it works with their um, pointer thingy, the loop, the loop trademark pointer, and they've dropped the price of the, uh, the pointer thingy as well, but unfortunately it's now at full price when we're recording this, <laughs> so um, don't get too excited, listeners. Yep, just remember that it was half price, but... I don't know anyone who uses a home theater PC for serious viewing. I know it was a bit of a fad for for geeky mm. kind of people for a while there, and then everyone went. Oh, it's all just too hard. It's not that you know. It's not like oh, I guess the rebooting and the virus updating and the little pop ups that pop up the whole time mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff doesn't seem to be. Uh, well, that's bad enough when you're looking mm. at train information um, displays that have virus checker pop ups. Exactly, but they do seem to have dropped the price significantly. I, I know, having sort of had a few chats with the Hillcrest people, mm-hmm. that, um. And if they're doing retail for the loop pointer, and I guess the plug-in's free mm. for 49 bucks. Um, I'm, sure they're, I'm sure they're covering their costs, but uh, not exactly a money-making routine. Yeah, when, I'm not sure where they're going to make their money out of that one. Yeah. Um, no, it's a very cool interface. I mean, we've, we've both had a play with it, haven't we? So, it is, absolutely. No, it's, it's surprisingly um, responsive. It's and novel, but I think it's got a limited period of novelty. Mm. You know, after a while, your, your period of novelty is going to just sort of disappear. So, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, good to see they're expanding the availability of the web on the big screen. That's Indeed. Great. I think it's a good thing, generally. Mm. So, so uh, 
moving on to the mobile section, James, mm. just a few few little articles before we get to the big iPhone news. Um, IO2 have decided that unlimited data is just crazy. This is the O2 Telefonica lot in the UK, right? Correct. It's, it's, so this yeah. is mobile mobile data. They said, no, unlimited data, just not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to reduce it to 571 gig. Yeah. Allowances. And I was in the US last week when AT&T suddenly said, oh, actually, unlimited. We're not doing that anymore. Mm. Um, Everyone's doing it. Well, they pulled out this stat that most mobile data users are only using less than 200 megabytes of data. And right. so why should they all pay f- for funding the all-you-can-eat people? But I'll bet you a billion dollars that they're not making the price cheaper for those people. No, obviously not. They're yeah. whacking it up. I mean, and yeah. I, on my iPad, I had the unlimited mm-hmm. plan. Yeah. Um, and actually, I had it for a month. I got one of these prepaid credit cards, frankly. Oh, yeah. So I had that for a month, and then I had enough left on the prepaid card. So, okay, I'll do it for just um, 250 megabytes or something mm-hmm. for the subsequent month, which was their yeah. standard plan. Right. And when I was in the US, I, I took a trip to um, just to Philadelphia on the train mm-hmm. and back, and I used pretty much my entire allowance in one day. Oh. So I used nearly 220 megabytes in one day. Well, and you're not, you know, you're not, you know. No, crazy, and I was, I was working. You know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I wasn't but sitting yeah. there watching streaming video. I mean, it, and it right, shows right. me that because the screen real estate on the iPad is so much bigger, uh, okay. you know, every time you download a map, you're downloading, yeah. you know, eight times as much true. data as you would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. And, and those maps really do chew through it, actually. I've discovered yeah. that. <laughs> and I, I've heard that um, O2 in the UK, they were doing some server-side proxying of, of JPEG images to reduce the quality to, to get more through. Uh, and people were complaining about that. Um, uh, complaining about the quality of the pictures? Or the, yeah, the pictures. Uh, so static JPEGs are getting you know right. munched right. on the server-side. Right. Um, but uh, there are other plans. And I think the advice to you know consumers looking at getting um, iPads is... And then a lot of people have said, oh, you've got one of those. What's, the, what's it like? Because the, the modality yeah. is a bit tricky. But I, I've got one here from... The three network in the UK, and they're offering mm-hmm. ten gigabytes a month for fifteen pounds. That's not bad, is it? it isn't bad. I think the one I'm I've got really at the moment that. is Vodafone, which is uh-huh. two gigabytes. I think for for ten pounds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and a good thing is it's not tied to any network, so you can bung whatever sim you like in. Yeah, fantastic. So depending on where you live and the coverage, mm-hmm. but other people I know who've got unlimited plans are saying, yeah, but I've, I'm already paying for data. So they're looking yeah. to tether. If you've got a non-Apple device, you can then tether to it, and then you, or you could buy a MiFi. Yeah, and then you obviously save a hundred bucks on the device itself. So, although I think the utility then becomes a little bit questionable because you, know, you then have to get one thing out, start it up, check it's charged, yeah, doodle, know. you know, all yeah. these things. <laughs> it really depends on how you're going to use it, folks. Yep. So, um, yep, there is a lot of convenience in having it all built in the one device. I've got mm-hmm. one of those MiFi devices and sometimes it's great and then it just stops working and just pull it out and press the button and you know it's just not you know seamless like you'd want it to be yeah it's one more thing to remember to take and have charged up and all this kind of stuff so i think there's definitely mileage and conversion of functionality but how much data you use i mean on the us it was quite funny everyone said oh this is terrible and then everyone pulled out their iphones and looked to see how much data they used and how much was it a lot of people were using less but it really depends Mm -hmm. i mean these are kind of news news readers and people like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so they're not um high-end readers and maybe you know if you've got uh, wi-fi at work you can use the device on your wi-fi network at work Mm -hmm. it's only when you're in transit between home and work Mm -hmm. that you're getting data so um 
I mean, I, I look, look at it the other way, really, and say that what happened is iPhone or iPad was launched, probably AT&T got heavily caned on their network <laughs> yeah. and said, oh, quick, we've got to change this before this yeah. uh, people start doing causing us problems. Yep. Um, and uh, the, the, the trick is, of course, that uh, Google Maps on the iPhone is actually a data charge. And mm. uh, you can learn this the hard way by going to a country in Europe, for example, let's say Portugal, mm-hmm. pull out your iPhone to wander around the place using the maps and then come back going, I spend how much on data? Are you mm-hmm. kidding? You've got to f- switch that, um, that roaming button off. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Very convenient, um, but very expensive buying indeed. a physical map. It's but I, I also think that's just crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm accessing the internet from Portugal... Maybe it's the fault of the GSM stroke 3G network that it routes that data all the way back to my home county. Yeah. No, it's just, but it's I don't just, think it does actually. I think it, it just, it's just a way of caning people from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, O2 charge ridiculous amounts. Like it's something like three pounds per megabyte. Yeah. Um, I presume whoever you're switched to while you're overseas get, you know, some cut of that mm-hmm. quite happily. And, uh, and everyone wins except for I can for certainly see a market for, you know, get a micro SIM on arrival, which will give you two gigs. Whack it in there if you just want uh, more internet absolutely. access. I mean, for, and for the iPad, that'll be perfect. Mm. Well, it's except there are other things you had to to get it working. Mm. Not every carrier's profile is supporting the iPad, so you then have to sync it with iTunes. Mm. And then it says, "Oh, new provisioning profile." Poof, puts mm. it in there. Okay. So it wasn't. It's not as simple as popping it in there and just using it. Right. So. Okay, but it's it's not far from it. The, see, mm. the advantage there is at least you can do that, whereas. With an iPhone, presumably you're using it as a phone as well. So once you swap SIM cards, you lose all the the, the ability of you know receiving phone calls, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, on your old yeah, number, yeah. Um, unless mm. they have dual SIMs. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> My word, um, indeed. iPad apps. Um, there's one that came out which I thought was a bit novel um, mm-hmm. called Air Display, mm-hmm. which was basically using the iPad as a display extender oh, okay so you put it next to your computer and you can configure it as an external display but apparently oh, it's wow, kind that's of cool it's cool if it worked but obviously it's going to be it's going to depend on your wi-fi bandwidth and the screen right. refresh is going to be lower etc uh-huh. etc et of course so, but that's that's a nice mm. uh, nice use of that beautiful screen to yeah yeah i've been playing a bit with my um my nieces actually at the weekend and they've mm-hmm. downloading lots of sort of finger painting apps and things like that yeah, cool. and they were having great fun with that but it was very weird seeing my nieces kind of hit the ink color mm-hmm. um and then looking at their finger to see if they could see the color <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they think, very weird very weird um, but they you know got the hang of it immediately mm-hmm. um to the extent where they're also saying can i play with your ipad and i'm going no 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 i need to it's uh, my ipad it's mine <laughs> Not allowed. Oh, that's um, great. And other apps I've seen come up. There's one um, which I think will be a rising star, mm-hmm. uh, which is more of an iPhone app, to be honest, uh, mm-hmm. called Scobbler Lite, who's offering free turn-by-turn navigation. Ooh, nice. Um, based on, the, I think, the open maps format. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, to give it a try, but I've got it loaded up on the iPad. Looks like... Uh, Quite a good, you know, knocking the tom-toms of this world mm. out of the, the frame. Can't really go wrong for free. So how's, how do they fund that? Is it advertising or? Uh, I don't know. Oh, so when we fire it up. Uh, Scobbler uses OpenStreetMap. Um, they do try and get you to register, and I guess they want to get loads of people, mm. and then they'll um, kind of do yeah, something. I reckon, yeah. we, I reckon it must be advertising. 
Yeah. Again, it's, I think it's a startup from the Netherlands, so it's probably people who've spun out from TomTom. Tom. Hmm. I think Nav for All were there as well. We spoke mm-hmm. about them yesterday, yesterday yep. where they were charging kind of per trip. Oh, right. As opposed to, so it was a subscription-based service. So uh, that's, a, that's a novel idea. Um, so 12 cents will get you to Liverpool. Exactly. Yeah, and why not? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't do it all the time. Um, <laughs> and even Skype, I was looking, Skype have now allowed, I just actually Skyped you to set up this uh, session. Uh-huh over 3g and they're allowing skype over 3g oh, awesome that's great but we'll be later we'll be subject to a subscription from oh, August. Right. It, I, I do think it's starting to get weird that you're paying for a service on top of a service that you're already paying for yeah it's like a, a million foy of mm. cakes except not quite <laughs> yeah, as tasty that's right. <laughs> um okay so there's a few things to look at there. Cool. now um, of course the big news james is that the iphone 4 it's it's uh, up and running yeah it's and happening. also it's going to be here with us very quickly isn't it yeah June 24th. In fact, pre-orders from um, tomorrow. From tomorrow, yeah. Um, That's very exciting. Looks pretty much like the ones that were were leaked. (laughs) Yes. I guess. Um, (laughs) Very cool. But it's got uh, front-loaded camera. Uh, I mean, this is the... the, 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 They made a big deal at uh, at the demonstration that uh, Steve Jobs did about the uh, the front-facing camera Mm -hmm. and the... FaceTime. FaceTime. So it's like... Which only works over Wi-Fi. Yeah. Now, I've I've had this on my, well, I didn't actually have it on my 3G phone, but if you get 3G phones that could do this, hmm. you know, a good four or five years ago, exactly. and I remember coming to the UK and, and a couple of Australian friends, uh, are married, they got, you know, matching phones and they mm-hmm. had the video talk thing and, and, you know, it was mm-hmm. novel for about five minutes and then they just didn't use it. <laughs> exactly. I'm just... If you limit it again by then saying, okay, it only can it can only do it over over Wi-Fi. Yeah, like, well, it remains to be Skype? seen. Mm. And, and who are you going to talk to? I mean, Skype's there. Um, yeah, Skype, you can talk to anyone. Every except no, I'd be interesting to see if Skype will work using a video built in. Maybe they're just limiting access to the cameras. Oh, well, that would work too, I guess. Front, if you, if only yeah. Apple apps can have access to front-facing camera. Mm. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. That's the next mm-hmm. kind of restriction that could yeah. be there. So... It, uh, I guess I haven't had a chat with people who have access to the iPhone iOS, as it's now called SDK, uh-huh. to see um, you know whether you can have access to that front-facing uh-huh. camera. Uh-huh. So uh, mm. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, it's very fast. It's got and it's cheap. I mean, to be honest, the yeah, price it's seems to be cheap. It's gone on. They've kind of dropped the price to go mass mm. market, and it's got I think the the gyros in it as well. Yep. Six axis. Um, yep. So it seems to have everything basically. Gyros, um, accelerometers, GPS. Uh, Bluetooth, yeah. blah, 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 blah. compass, high resolution screen. Mm. Uh, hopefully, the battery life will be better as well. Because yes, I think yeah, there's that, more battery the, in it because because uh, everything else is smaller. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, I think uh, having nice. skipped a couple of generations, my old two G <laughs> might be time to be able to type again on your my two G, which is basically <laughs> a it's a brick. No, it's a it's a it's an iPod. <laughs> I see, right. It's an iPod Touch, which <laughs> I can pay extra for data on if I like. <laughs> nice. That's the way it is. Well, it, uh, I was going through all the, re- the uh, release, uh, the release of the, the PR statements mm-hmm. from a bunch of different phone companies saying, yeah, we're going to sell the iPhone 4. And it pretty much now means that every single carrier in the UK, yeah, we'll from have it. 3 yeah. all the way through to Virgin Media, will have uh, the iPhone 4 mm-hmm. available. So you will have a lot of flexibility. Um, I don't know if that means that if you buy an iPhone, it gets locked to that carrier. I don't, I don't I, quite know. Maybe that's the next thing to see if it's unlocked, and that'll mm. be cool. Um, be but nice. I doubt it will be because, again, there is the need to subscribe and give, yeah. pay the Apple tax on yeah. that subscription as well. So, But still, if it's yeah. all 
Yeah, if it's all one cost up front, then oh, I don't know. But then each carrier is going to have their own plans and da da da. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the unlocked price is in the launch. I think France was on mm. the launch country list, and they have to, by mm. law, sell it unlocked there. Mm. So, That's right. Um, we shall wait and see. And interestingly enough, the. Uh, what was I going to say? Something interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's interesting that 3 is now selling it because uh, 3 has been making a big fuss and lots of big adverts lately about how, how much their network has improved and how good it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the first real 3G carrier in the UK, and uh, there was a lot of teething problems at the start, and then they kind of got over those, and then lots of other carriers started putting 3G networks out, mm. and now saying now that their, their network's improved again. So I have noticed there's been no almost no investment in the UK market in the age network. Um, whereas no, in except for O2, I think you put a bunch of extra base stations in when a little the original bit, iPhone. But basically, came out. it's GPRS or 3G. There yeah. is nothing in between. Yeah. So, um, whereas other countries, I've noticed, it tends to be a lot more edge around because they were yeah. building out. Um, That's true. So There's a lot more in the US, certainly. Mm. Mm. Very okay. nice. So, uh, is it time, James, for an iPhone 4 for you? I'm thinking it could be. Nice. Um, and you've got to get a matching one for your iPad, won't you? Yes, except it only comes in white and black. I don't think there is a. Oh, uh, no. I don't think there is a, an anodized aluminium aluminium mm. one. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Depending if my credit can extend that far, Indeed. we'll have to check it out. So uh, on to gaming news, mm. and uh, Microsoft has done uh, a pretty good demo of Project Natal. Now and E three is is that opening today. Yep, is it opens today, uh-huh. and uh, so there's a bit of pre pre E three. Uh, Sneaky releases, yeah. And they're calling it Connect, K-I-N-E-C-T. I hope I'm pronouncing I presume they mean to call it Connect, not Kinect or... Kinect. They probably paid consultants a fortune to with a word <laughs> where the domain name hasn't been taken and yeah. it means something to do with moving. Uh, yep, that's so, that um, would be the requirements, I think. Uh, and uh, the demos, as far as anyone can tell, uh, kind of like the first generation uh, kind of Wii games. Yeah. And uh, even very similar, in fact, to the iToy for the PS2. There's only so many different ways you can... Jump up and down in your land room. Exactly. Um, so. I think they, they also, they've announced potentially a new super slim Xbox 360. Mm, and in, including nice. a picture of the motherboard, which I think looks a bit more like a hoverboard. <laughs> it does. It's, it's got, got the biggest fan in the world. It does. A huge <laughs> fan, huge heatsink. Yep. Basically, this, I mean, the whole thing must be just drawing air through it. Hopefully, it's mm-hmm. a very slim and very quiet. Uh, you think they could have custom designed the fan, couldn't you? Just as a cooler yeah, master. It's made like in the China. standard cooler master. Was like, okay. Why couldn't they get something which is quiet? I mean, let's see. Uh, mm. But that looks quite interesting. Um, nice. And uh, it looks like that's. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make an announcement at E3, but uh, certainly uh, that appears to be imminent. Yeah, and there's supposed to be what uh, USA Today did it a bit of an early. I guess they blew the release out a little earlier. Yeah, they oops, and then took it down. But there's going to be uh, some. I can get this a virtual big cat trainer that lets you train and play with twenty different feline members of the animal kingdom. Wow. I couldn't name 20 different female members. <laughs> you could probably do three. But what? Yeah, the ones that are in down here. Tigers, lions, and cheetahs. What is it like? Um, right. Is it like a tabby cat, pussy cat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's a challenge. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even I'm just trying to imagine what the game would be like, but uh, it defies imagination. Yeah, indeed. Um, and obviously the sports and go-karting and... Mm. Um, 
I don't know. I think the whole kind of we sounds a bit me too. A little too, yeah. little too late. A little um, too late. Maybe it's amazing. Maybe the graphics are really cool compared to the Wii. Of course, oh, they would, would be. be. Yeah, yeah. So but uh, yeah, yeah, still doesn't have a built-in Blu-ray player. I'm fairly certain. Uh, well, there you go. So uh, job mm. done. So uh, onto the other category, James. Um, yeah. Now uh, I know that uh, most cars these days are actually. Actually, more computer than they are. Uh, well, I think it's cars for about the last ten years have all had to have some uh, computer interface, mm-hmm. which I think is a. Well, I think it's just OBD, the onboard diagnostics interface. Yeah, and this is because you know once you have a computer in a car and you need to be able to know what the hell's going on and what's mm. wrong with it, then uh, all these poor mechanics can't have you know you can't have. Fifty million different varieties of connectors to try and plug your yeah, car. Yeah, basically said, you know, and you must be able to go to somewhere else in order to, for them to yeah. service your car. Yeah, um, and there are a lot of things that you can only like. If some some of us have probably been in a car where some light has come up on the dashboard, mm-hmm. and if it says service time, the only way to dismiss it is by going in through this interface. Mm. So the, the nature of this story is some students, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, have basically worked out how to uh, hack into this interface <laughs> and basically they can control all the subsystems of the car. Fantastic. Which is, you know, obviously physically they have to get in under the hood and plug yeah, this thing yeah, in. you need to be physically connected. It's not, but, but basically, in my mind, it's not really a surprise. It's like, oh, you can actually yeah. change the way the car works <laughs> by getting <laughs> no, into this. It's like chipping your car in the old days, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think the, I think it's not really news in that sense, but just the fact that you know if people are realizing at this moment that, hang on, tick, actually, yeah, this is actually exposed, and it can, hmm. you know, after the whole kind of Prius breaking scandal. Well, but you could also hack your Prius as well. There was stuff you could do oh, to yeah, go absolutely. in, and, and you could you go in and basically the, the, this the bus. You can go in and look at it, and you could change stuff. So. Hmm. This is, I think it's more interesting because it's, you know, hack and car hmm. and hmm. it's more of a sort of relevant to what's currently happening, I suppose, in the, the world of hacking yep. and things. So yep. I wouldn't get too worried, everyone. So if uh, your car suddenly starts to go the wrong way and exactly. uh, then uh, it's being remotely <laughs> controlled hackers by. at the University of California. They've <laughs> been obviously <laughs> must, working hard. They must have got under the bonnet somehow, or the hood or whatever you want to call yes. it. Look for strange yeah. devices connected under your... Mm. Be vigilant. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, so, I guess if you've got any stories you want us to uh, talk about, do drop us a quick email. We do pull yeah, these things great together. To hear from you. Uh, feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. And Dee and I love to read your notes and messages. Fantastic. It's uh, been great to talk to you, James. Hope you have a and good week. Uh, we'll have a good week, and uh, we look forward to bringing you episode 140 next week. Ooh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Goodbye from me, James. Bye from me, and Bye. cheers. Bye.